0: Hello, everyone. This is the M M&M podcast. Today is the third episode, and we'll be discussing religion, um, how it how it affects us in our daily lives, how it has changed, and how how what we think of it now. Um, and and we just talk about what we can take away from religion today, and and how we feel about things like like spirituality in in this day. Um, to start off, I think I just start with. What my experience were was with religion growing up um, I was brought up in a very not not strict household but I was brought up in a very um, in a household that 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 definitely knew where to definitely knew its stance on religion so in the sense i was I was sent to what's called a, what's called a madrasa in uh in maybe since 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 I was maybe you know five five six years old. So what what this madrasa was was pretty much uh an institution where where you have maybe like five or six subjects about different areas of Islam. And this is usually around like a seven to eight year course. So you know, from a very young age I was I was you know I was very deliberately pushed into that, you know, this is what you need to learn. This is what will make you a you know good Muslim, and people who generally you know tend to go on this path. You know, there's there's very little coming back. Um, most people who go on this path, you know, they're, they're pretty set in stone. They pretty you know everything's very you know ingrained in them. Everything about the Quran and how how you're supposed to behave. Um, so I was I was I was a good Muslim. I, I'd say maybe around till till maybe sixth or seventh grade in school and then i had this this kid called owais in my class so this guy was a was a little bit of an outcast he was he is kind of kid you know to pick his nose all day long uh, but but this guy had some this guy had some interesting opinions and this guy had had a lot of dumb shit to say um, and one of the things he told me was one day he was just like bro why do you why do you believe in this shit you know screw it mm, okay and uh, he didn't speak a lot of sense, but uh, that's that's what opened me up to uh, the possibility of, of...
1: I didn't get you, I didn't get you. You were still in the madrasa at this point or you shifted?
0: I was, I can't remember what it I was on the verge of getting out. So what happened was, oh, I, I didn't finish the course around like 7th or in the, in the one of the very last uh, classes. I kind of mm-hmm. knocked my parents into, into, you know, just, just, I, to be honest, I just cried and, you know, begged them, please let me out of the shit. And then, <laughs> and, and it worked pretty well. Uh, oh. so yeah, there's this kid, this kid called Oveis who, who introduced me, who just, you know, asked me, you know, very dumb questions and he, he, he'd be very proud of his stance. And he told me, bro, you know, fuck that. <laughs> uh, he, so, so <laughs> even though his arguments went, went solid, even though that's, that's not the kind of push I needed for anyone to, you know, go into atheism. Um, mm-hmm. But that ended up somehow mm, to, to me questioning things, and and over the course of four or five years, I've uh, you know some somehow strengthened my my belief in in atheism and you know um, further mm-hmm. further away from praying and and worshiping and all all of Islam. Um, okay.
2: One question, yeah. one question yeah. before we start. How did this guy like get this whole idea? And all that oh I have no I can't remember dude
0: this guy this guy was born in a very loose uh you know he, he didn't have he didn't have the kind of like muslim upbringing that me or or most of uh you know Malabar Muslim children do so uh, mm-hmm. he's from the north somewhere I can't remember uh so his his parents are very loose about the whole thing and I remember him telling me that his parents are fine with him you know just just choosing to uh do away with religion at work like age, age ten, age eleven, another time.
3: Oh, okay. So, You're still in
0: touch with him? No, 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 no. It's been a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, where I stand now with religion, I think I'm still sort of in the process of um, pushing away, in the process of uh, starting to refine um, and and like strengthen um, what I think. And it's 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 still not a complete uh, complete like dissociation from 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 Islam and from from uh, from you know my my previous ways. Hmm. So yeah, so that's where I stand now. And uh, how about how about how about the rest of you guys? How about Adnan, for instance?
4: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, since I'm the the Muslim on this podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my my upbringing was like. Totally opposite from yours in, you know, okay. in a religious sense, because, uh, you said like you grew up like very stereotypical in a very stereotypically, you know, Muslim way, right? Oh. Uh, Islam being like fed to you, like from what since you're like two, three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but for me, as far as I remember, like early childhood, like I, the almost no like association to Islam. It was only two times a year. I would even pray just Eid and Bakreed. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Even
1: but you would see your
3: parents
4: No, my parents also oh. never prayed. My dad and mom never went I mean my dad never went for Friday prayer. My mom never never wore a burqa. Okay. She never even covered her head like even normally. So till yeah. I was in 7th there was nothing. There was like only Eid and Bakri than knew. And apart from that like I used to celebrate more Hindu festivals than these two.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh. <laughs> and if I, the only way I looked at Islam was a kind of, you know, in a bad way, because see, I was in Bangalore, right? And uh, growing up, mostly I was the only Muslim in my class, unlike you guys, you guys were in Gulf. And for me, I was only Muslim in my class. So it it used to be always very awkward for me. And uh, once in a while, like, I don't know why, like some teacher will come and she'll come and take a poll of how many Muslims are there in each class. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And that time I used to be really, it used you know, it used to feel really awkward to raise my hand and, okay. and I remember kids like coming, asking me like, are you from Pakistan? Are you a terrorist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At such a young age, they, did, they do such things. And in like to start off itself. I had a kind of, I don't know, not a very good appreciation of my roots. I, I didn't fit I didn't want to be connected because it always used to make my situation more awkward. I yeah. to deny it and you know I mean I couldn't because my name itself people can guess, but yeah that's how it was mm. and somewhere around seventh uh my mom suddenly like you know from from like my grandmom and other people in the family she heard that you know it's it's important to get your kid in islam like it's too late you have to do it really fast and then she called yeah. this. uh wow. I don't know. We call them Hajrat, but,
3: uh, okay. yeah.
4: I mean, those guys, they, they come and, you know, help you with the Quran. They'll come to the house and teach the kids the Quran. Yeah. 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 They hired one guy to come and do it daily.
0: Even that time it was just Even, like, mm, huh? was, was this at, at a point when your parents were still sort of not, not religious?
4: Uh, they weren't, no, they weren't religious at all. They, they still, they still weren't went religious. Yeah, they weren't. They just wanted us to get some okay, experience. Okay. So that time time when he used to come every morning, it was like, you know, it was just a burden. He used to come before school and we used to, we used to wake up with like anger towards the guy.
3: Yeah.
4: So throughout, I would say like, entire like proper childhood, there wasn't any, um, it wasn't enforced in any way. It was my, my, especially my dad, like I didn't even have much questions, but even if I had, he's like, you know, just go read about it. Like there are so many religions. He never, you know, said Islam is the way it is the right way. Only very recently, like, I don't know, my whole family suddenly, like two, three years back, they got, they fully got into Islam. I don't know how suddenly there was a shift and my family is filled with like, I don't know, like extremely intellectual people, like each one of them, especially my dad's side. And, uh, I mean, that's why, I mean, I understand why they weren't really into religion. But I guess like as they got older they like they started believing in the whole concept of afterlife and uh some peace after death it's it got to them I think, and then they all became religious and then all the talk started then they started introducing me but by the time it was too late, I was in like 12th or something and by the time i had, I didn't even care much yeah
3: so mm-hmm. I had a very loose connection I, to
4: religion that's all I can say
3: okay
0: okay I mean that's an interesting point that uh that your parents didn't didn't bring this up until you were in what like 12th? Mm. and you said it's too late, yeah. Yeah, of course. So th- I mean, there is a need that parents have to push it on to the children at a very early age and sort of impose it on them, because otherwise, you know, in in if you're in your late stage of school, mm. if if your parents tell you, know start praying, it's 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 often too late. You know, it's it's very easy to to reject. Yeah, you know, I don't need that yeah. shit. Should... Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, how about you, Raghu? Um,
1: I I was since I was born, I was pretty. I mean, I was just kind of put into the whole thing. Yeah. You know, learning prayers and uh, like um, we used to have these classes. Um, I think ARK has gone for them as well. Bal Saksang, Bal because, uh, a couple of names like that. So there, they would teach us prayers and they would teach us stuff from. Bhagavad Gita and, and, like, you know, these very, like, those Amar kind of lessons. Okay, okay, okay.
3: Those
1: really, like, uh, like some stupid story like, the donkey and the crow, yeah. like, those kind of stories. They teach us moral lessons from those. And, and they were picnics, it was fun. I mean, I was, I was never, I never questioned it. I was never against it. I didn't even know there was an option, like, it was just something that was, that was a part of my life, like, part of me growing up mm-hmm. and then um, yeah it kept going then i remember it started off when i realized that i couldn't eat like chicken And because <laughs> I, I remember seeing all my friends you know when you go to mcdonald's and in a party they'll they'll usually take down veg and non-veg yeah yeah and, yeah. <laughs> yeah and i'll see well, you get these nuggets and shit and it was so good and i remember i came back to my mom once and she got really pissed and since then I was stuck with what um, the veggie burger and fries. Pretty <laughs> really bad. That was my initial like. I think that started off my process of like what.
2: About oh me? no, Happy Meal also, bro. Happy Meal in, like, Gulf and like golf and allers chicken.
1: Oh, I think they. T- I think they started putting normal veggie. Oh, pizza. there's a veg thing now. Oh.
0: I think. I think there's a salad option. I think.
3: I think I'm, oh, not, I'm not not sure yeah Anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah. so that was my initial like okay there are rules I mean religion is a thing it's not a it's not something everyone is born with and then it started I mean it kept going pretty normally I was pretty I would have to say my prayers every day twice and put that thing on my forehead and I wouldn't wear it to school because it just looked very weird and like, I, would drop, I remember I would, in the morning, my mom would put it on my head and as I went on, I just rub it off my forehead. <laughs> yeah, it was just something that, I don't know, people didn't have it, so I didn't do it either. Kind of like Adnan with the whole just being a Muslim thing. I mean, it was kind of like a minority, I guess. Uh-huh. And then and then it slowly started shifting uh, towards 12th when I started kind of questioning more into, you know, what's actually going on. And you know, do I really believe that there's, there are a couple of guys out there looking yep. for us who want us to pray to them? Yeah. And then my parents, they were also pretty liberal. They weren't too strict. Um, like, uh, I would eat non-veg with my parents, with my dad. My mom was kind of um, religious. But then again, they got kind of religious, like Adnan's parents, maybe two, three years back. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to enforce it on me, but, yeah, I'm like, no fucking uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, right now, I'm like, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out, but definitely not, like, a religion,
0: for sure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, you think it's maybe, like, important to figure out where you stand, and, and this is a good time, but, but, but still, no, nah, religion, still too, too, uh, too strange. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just having one religion better than the other makes more sense than the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Hmm. yeah. Okay. And you,
3: got... hmm.
2: So, with me, uh, I mean, since childhood, I was never, like, forced to pray.
3: Hmm.
2: Nor I was, like, always, like, like as uh, Gautam talked about, like, religion was, like, you know, it was very interesting when he said that Religion was like a part of his life and not something that became part of his life. Mm -hmm. With me, it was all about like my mom telling me to pray in the morning (laughs) and just reciting the Gayati Mantra and that's it. And my dad never forced me to pray. I remember even like when I used to go to my grandparents' house, it was always like my mom's grandma. My mom's side is like, I'll say a little religious. My dad's side is not into like religion at all. So, my mom said whenever I would go to her house, I was required to, like, wake up around 6 a.m. in the morning and pray. And they would, like, my granddad would teach me all these, you know, bhajans and all that, like, whenever I'd go there. And he'd be like, you know, once you go home, please recite that. And once I would reach home, my dad would be like, if you recite this in the house, then you'll be kicked out. Like, don't do that (laughs) shit. Yeah, like, my dad was never into religion. So, when we came to Amman, I came to Amman, around like, in third standard. So my mom mm. started meeting all these uh, Bal that Balvikas. Yeah. Is okay. And then like she got really interested in their whole thing, like how they were teaching about religion. And then she wanted me to learn about the whole what happened in Mahabharata and Ramayana. And mm. uh, she she was like, No, you should come and all that. And then I actually I was also interested. I was like, oh, so many kids and I'll get to play with them. And the first class I went, like, I got to like color and all like I got to color like a Ganesha and I got to draw and all. So I was really like excited and thing. shit. But then my dad got to know about it. He, the next day itself he was like, no way, you're not going at all. Like, my dad was always against all the super religious, like according to him, this was very like super religious thing, like he, he was like, the best you can do is just like, believe there is God, pray to him. If you want, like if you want, you can do that Gayatri Mantra thing in the morning. Otherwise hmm. more than that, you should not do. Because he had seen in his family in the past, people would start with this, like this was step one, and step two would be like learning the whole Ramayana. Third would be just like taking off, becoming some pundit.
3: <laughs> so he, he personally,
2: he personally like he personally always told me to not get into this. And I think because of that, I am I don't have much religious knowledge as well. And mm. on top of it, I have more knowledge about. About the whole customs, I'll say, like, what are customs that e- exist in the whole religion and what the religion as such means, but the mythology as such, not
3: much. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's weird for me to hear um, so many different, like, you guys, you know, Adnan and Adnan had a very loose upbringing.
2: Ark had, you know, but Ark yeah, was, in you know, a half The thing I wanted to add was, like, with age, with age, Yeah, with even my dad, is becoming a little religious okay. with age. He's also becoming a little God-fearing. Mm-hmm. I, and I've seen that. And I remember asking him about this, like, you know, I can, like, see changes in you, and all. And for him, like, for my parents, like, the only reason they pray now is for my well-being. And that's what they told me. I mean, that's what they told Like, because they don't have anyone here to, like, to look after me. So, the reason they pray now is just, like, okay, like, you know, God keeps our kids safe and all. And because of that, they've become a little more religious. I mean, my mom was already religious. She has become more religious. My dad was not at all religious. He's become a little religious now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, I think most of our parents have, have been through that. Like, you know, at a certain point, they just sort of, you know, push it up a notch. Um, but for most of yeah. us, like coming into college now, coming into college, like in like three years ago, right? When we, when we stepped into college, I think for many of us, uh, especially for me, um, it it was a time where, uh, you know, I, I was brought up in such a. I, I still don't want to use the word strict, but it was, everything is was pretty straightforward, right? You pray five times a day. You have a mosque right next to your house. Uh, yeah. What we do and how we how we think of things was pretty, you know, straightforward. And when we come, when I came to college that was the first time, when you have the freedom of, well, not not completely still, but you you have, you have you have a bit more of of you know elbow room to exercise what you want. Yeah. And 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 and, and I kind of notice that many people when they when they come into this this freedom, they they completely lose touch of you know where they come from. So people who who you know I, I can think of a lot of people from a hostel who who are religious who still believe in a god, but just because they have the freedom of of being able to choose how much they pray and how much they do the shit, they just choose to, you know, not do anything. Yeah. 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 And, 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 no and, and, like, yeah, very generally, I think there's a sense of, you know, people just brushing it away, not, not addressing it. Um, So in, in that mm-hmm. sense, do you guys feel that, you know, having, having come into college, Maybe you've had like a bit, you know, some, some, any, any changes in your, in your beliefs and then because of that, because of that new, new freedom you have. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I think it slowly started going down and then,
3: <clears throat> and
1: so you can and, like, slowly start seeing everyone kind of in the same boat as me, just, I mean, we were all, we all came like from different mm-hmm. beliefs and stuff, but we didn't really see how it affected our lives in mm-hmm. an immediate, um, in an immediate way. And we were just doing our own thing. We didn't see how that, I think a lot of us as well, we had something going on before and that kind of made that shift from like, okay, we can actually test out, you know, what it's like not to pray or what like not to carry on that belief but i think on, a lot of other people just haven't had that real, that total disconnect from the kind of values that their mm-hmm. family have put on them they still have that bit of yeah. fear and that that need to carry on that connection even though it doesn't make sense even though they see people go around it, around them i don't know it's a different it's a very weird thing where um Where, I mean, a lot of of shit has been said about their belief, and there's a lot of shit about their belief, but, I mean, there's still some really weird connection that these guys hold on to, and it it is, that I mean, the answer is just, it's faith. There's nothing else to it. But then, I don't know, they've not experienced, they've not gone down that path and then come back. It's just, I mean, I I don't know if they're scared of going out and the fact that they may not come Mm -hmm. back or i'm not i'm not so yeah that
0: going going out and not coming back is, is is a is a common theme you see because some mm-hmm. people are just afraid to approach the topic because of because of like just just the tiniest implications that that uh yes. that you know yeah. you're pushing your boundaries
1: yeah pushing your exactly and religion is so it's done like probably the best oh, yeah. setting such strict boundaries. As in, It's just I mean the even I think when it comes to parents kind of slowly going back in religion I'm not sure if this is the case obviously but it kind of feels to me like it's you know as they're approaching old age and they're going towards their mortality it's just they're not able to gauge the fact that their actions over the past couple of years will have no consequence. Will have no
0: consequence. And, but I, I didn't get that to
2: As in
1: um Right, okay, so basically,
2: basically, in the past, what they, whatever they've done, that should be affecting the future. That's what you're trying to say, right? So praying is. Yeah, and,
1: and the future past their death, as in they're not able to kind of come into terms yes. with the fact that they're going to die and leave. Yeah. And that's probably a fear that we're also going to, that's definitely a fear we're also going to come and face. But I think the fact that we've kind of gone into a different path and seen. Not, what on, not what's on the other side, but what's there, like, like totally. I think we can, whatever path we take later on in life, I mean, this, whether it's going back into some religion or sticking to where we are or something, it's. I think a lot of it has to deal with that fact of, you know, coming terms into, coming in terms with just having to die. Oh, yeah, yeah. How you that deal with
4: fear actually. of your own death is one of the main
3: things that, yeah.
1: Because mm. every has some sort of thing you know based of how you yeah die. there's something that they have
4: after you die so that gives these people hope yeah exactly yeah that 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 because
1: I mean I remember you told me this one, like the,
4: the oh yeah that was a theory by I don't know uh, yeah. in this Mark Manson's book that every action that we every action that we do uh-huh. it, from like. You know, from the hmm. we waking up brushing our teeth, if you break it down to the root, it all stems from the fear of death, hmm. I mean, yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: Exactly. And religion is like, they've like hit the nail on that. they basically, they figure that out and they've given a solution to that problem. So it's not even like, you just have, don't have to, I mean, so you're, you're afraid of it. What can hmm. you do about it? And they've given a set of things. That's basically,
4: I guess, where but, the whole... Uh, yeah, from.
3: that's true.
4: Um, no, I was just wondering, like... No, see, it's... At the end of the day, it's just a concept, right? Nothing is, you know, you haven't seen anything like it. You haven't seen it it's not tangible. It's just a... Yeah.
3: It's just a
4: mindset. And but exactly. what, you know...
3: Yeah.
4: What really... How is it so powerful? Like, Because it's... It's kind of like, you know, it's...
1: Because parents have that fear. I mean they have such a big fear of what'll happen if because I guess in law religions there, there's that there's that um, there's that safety net saying like if but... you don't believe in it, that's a bad thing. Mm. If you don't believe it there are negative consequences. So for a parent to 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 know that there are negative consequences and not pass it on to a child is a fear that they have, so they fo- they impose it on a child whose like mm, mind right. is very malleable, who kind of who's born into a world where they don't know anything. So you just put this concept of fear, like this, the mm. biggest concept of fear into their head as a kid. <clears throat> and it's such a difficult thing to, to step out mm-hmm. of. That. So that's, I think that's probably why it's so probably yeah that they they're exploit the they're way.
4: exploiting that fear properly.
0: I, I think that's one of the strongest arguments against religion. How how I think I remember seeing this. Uh, I think it was Richard Dawkins. There was this there was a speech, there was some some hmm. some sort of debate he had with this uh, this Muslim dude, and uh, the Muslim. Sorry,
1: was it a principal? I think I saw him go to like a like a school or something. Not principal dude. This Muslim guy. This Muslim guy.
0: So some Muslim scholar. Okay, okay. And uh, he kept
3: mm-hmm.
0: arguing about the Muslim guy was trying to push some part. I can't remember what, and mm-hmm. Richard Dawkins just kept asking this mm-hmm. guy, they were, they were kind of talking about how, um, how you shouldn't impose these ideas at kids in such a, you know, young age, when, when you can't really make sense of what's, what's happening around you. And, and Richard Dawkins just kept asking this mm-hmm. guy is apostasy punishable by death in, in Islam. Is post- Apostasy is like when you say process? I don't believe in the shit.
3: It's it's like
0: yeah. let's say someone okay. from from Saudi Arabia, right? Uh if he says I don't I don't you know, yeah. I don't identify with the shit, he can be punished pretty pretty severely. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's death, but it's very near it, it yeah. might just be death, I'm not too sure. Oh but but the whole point is that these these kids are are given these ideas at a very, very young age that 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 you know homosexuals can be you know, fucked around with and apostles should be, should be, should be, apostles should be killed, uh, you know, and there's no exception. And that's, that's how it is. And yeah, I, I mean, yeah. you're only what, you're only what, five, six years old. And when this, this should, you know, stays with you. And, and yeah, people don't question it. Oh, yeah, it it's definitely. just, it, you just, it, you're just too young to, 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 you know, come in terms with these things. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Exactly. but yeah you you're mentioning how um,
3: Definitely.
0: how like a lack of how how the idea of like life being futile and uh, and a lack of purpose is what what pushes mm-hmm. people towards religion, especially like you know older people um, mm-hmm. but but some people mm-hmm. I, I found deal with this uh, without without uh, without religion. Some people like like when I when I read about mm-hmm. spirituality and how some people uh, describe you know states of these this higher consciousness and how some people describe you know uh, experiences on on psychedelics and all these there are these there, these weird um, I think I saw it in Joe Rogan uh, there was there's this there's these weird exercises you can do that put you into this um, sort of yeah, yeah I think it's, it's really called I think it's called transcendental meditation or some shit. So yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. supposed to put you in like a higher, uh, you know, state of state of being assumption. <laughs> and and these people often come away from these yeah, experiences, yeah. you know, saying, "Yeah, I, I've I've, uh, I've I've figured something out. I've uh, like you know like they, like something tangible has been added to their their understanding of the world." And uh, yeah, yeah, that that's something I want to discuss it's... too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so it, really it, really it's so really strange, mean, but. But you can see the effect it has on people you can you can see that it's it's not comp- I, I mean for me, especially uh as someone who's trying to push away um, who's trying to call every religious experience as, as bullshit right away uh, <laughs> something, <laughs> like that, something like that something really, really really stands out and and you can see how how shit like this affects mm. people and 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 you can see the the products. And it's not bullshit. That there's something happening there, hmm. which uh, which I, I think I might want to explore. I have no idea how, but I I think it's something yeah. worth um, worth checking out. Right. Yeah, psychedelics right. or whatever. Do there's something there's something <laughs> happening. <laughs> there's
3: something <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Even,
0: even psychedelics. I don't know if, if anyone no, here no, can speak no. on on psychedelics, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've spoken to people who've who've claimed all sorts of weird shit. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, most of it just sounds stupid, but but I know that like people who are articulate enough to 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 try and describe it well,
3: make make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds
0: crazy what they're saying. Mm. Mm.
3: Yeah. yeah, right. Hmm. I don't
1: know. I think like speaking mm. about that. Particularly. I think it was a lot of, you know, just getting into this, you, you put yourself in such a vulnerable state. Like, for example, it felt like we would never be normal. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of scary. And that, that fear, like it put everything into a different perspective. Like the whole, the whole world went into this. It kind of expanded your view completely. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's once you get that 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 bigger perspective, and a lot more is in that in your whole frame of like things. You kind of realize how unimportant or how um, you kind of see how weird these these systems and these very rigid systems are of trying to achieve an understanding of who you are personally. I think the good thing with these cyclics is it's it's very personal and it's not it's not something rigid that's that's a system that's very old or um, or something that you're forced to do. It's something that you understand that you need to do and kind of fits who you Mm -hmm. are and who you want to be. That that kinda comes out of, you know, that that fear of not knowing who you are and Mm -hmm. just going to know that answer. And I guess people who do it, but where do you think that is it some
4: chemical release in your brain or is it some because these people, when they come out, they, I mean, they act like they act as if someone, some external entity has come and talked to them. They talk and that's not even, you know, I suddenly realized like something, something spoke to me, something they come out that way, yeah. Yeah, that's really
3: like, yeah, I remember
4: hearing like the Russell Brands. He saw like proper proper <laughs> figures come and talk to him. <laughs> like cartoon figures. Yeah. When he didn't mm-hmm. oh, was yeah. oh. oh, a
3: big Brand. fan, yeah? <laughs> of Russell
2: Brand.
0: Russell Brand. Russell Brand, yeah, dude, I was thinking of the other Russell Peter <laughs> somehow. Yeah, dude, he's he's incredible. Yeah. Oh. He's incredible, dude. Yeah. I'm so fan. he came
4: and talked about it and suddenly he's talking about how, you know. <laughs> Love is the solution and you know, that kind of shit. And always uh they talk about I don't know, they come out and talk about love a lot. I don't know why. That's what uh, really, it's it's weird
3: love yeah, it's
1: exactly all come exactly. to the same conclusion. I mean it's all I've,
0: it's also weird how, how some of these how some of these drugs like, have the same um figures come and talk to them. So I think for ayahuasca, uh there's there's someone mm-hmm. called um I think it's called Lady Ayahuasca or something like that so so a lot of people have come in contact
3: okay.
0: with with this lady and there are there are paintings okay. by artists of of Ooh. the of like the places they were taken to on ayahuasca and the people who who have gone to take ayahuasca later on oh, seem to like agree that yeah this is exactly where i was Whoa. and like it, 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 there's a lot of weird shit happening dude uh, <laughs> yeah
4: it's interesting uh. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think that stems from? Like, what yeah, is the? I don't
1: know.
4: I don't know how. Yeah. What? I don't know. Why? does the brain so, go on the same route? I mean, Why does the brain
1: go? I mean,
0: for, for psychedelics, it's pretty. It's pretty clear. Yeah. I mean, you just, you know, blast your brain with some shit, and you're taking something. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's crazy how how people but people achieve so that through I, meditation I, through you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember seeing something where there was this guy who. Who was who was very into all this? He's this, you know, probably this LA dude, this fucking wide bourgeois dude. <laughs> so uh, this guy, this guy had experimented with with psychedelics for a while, and he was very like he was very interested with all this higher state of being shit. And what he ended up doing was he came to like an ashram somewhere, here, and he he I'm not sure he either stayed here for a while he settled here somewhere. So and and this guy claimed that these These, what he felt in psychedelics was a very temporary thing. And he can feel that for like extended periods of time. Just being under this this, this fucking guru somewhere.
1: Doing. Yeah. All of them go to gurus. Why the fuck? Exactly. Cab. Immediately you put one person in that position of power or one person who you, you trust that. I mean, you don't really know. You don't know what that background is. They just tell you one. Yeah. thing.
0: you know, they saw. Yeah, and said, oh. yeah, it's it's so easy <laughs> to boil this all down it, to ass it, bullshit. Really but uh, <clears throat> mm.
1: no, no, I think I think there's a lot of truth in in the thing itself. But I think that's something you have to get to just yeah. by yourself, not yeah, not yeah. something you take from someone else. I mean, if guru got to it. But, oh, but there
0: is an answer right there is something
1: it's not
0: there is there is some uh, there's something out there <laughs> i mean that's
1: what
0: we yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but i think that answer is very it's, it's very perfect. yeah it's not a I,
3: there's no one uh, it's just one, it's one more thing our, that our, uh, i mean I i've right felt sure. is that
4: many of these guys who come and talk about you know You know, we all should be united and uh, love, and you know, blah blah blah. These guys, many of them are starved of like love growing up. Many of, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. That's why when like uh, you guys talked about like this, their whole like the message is always the same about love and all. They always target people who are like helpless. They always target Mm -hmm. people who are suffering. They are the most vulnerable. And that's when, like, you know, when Gotham talked about, like, you know, parents as they grow older and they become more and more fearing. It's all that one thing. Like, the more a person becomes vulnerable, there's only one thing that gives him hope something miraculous. And that's what these guys make that's all of the, them yeah. believe all in. All these gurus and everything,
4: they exploit
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, we saw you guys also... Oh, yes.
2: I was just coming to that, yes.
1: Oh, that was so sad, dude. When that... um, The guy had his... Oh,
2: yeah. that it's so
1: sad, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's so, it's so, like... Oh, yeah. You see, if you go to these evangelist churches and stuff, they're usually people who are just so poor. Like, their last dollars just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their last bit of cash is just spent on these things and because they're so desperate desperate for a way out of like they 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 want something which will give them some quick fix, dude. They want like product, a direct Which is uh, just like, Exactly. Yeah. They don't they don't see that it's it's so much more than that and it's not I mean, it's their faith that okay if they pray good things will happen. But I think a lot of them, you know, usually I don't know if this is the case for you guys, but my friends would always tell me, yeah, it's like 95% work and that 5% of chance is what you pray for. for. um, Mm. You just pray for that 5% to go your way. But I feel like people try to take advantage of that and slowly becomes like Mm. 90, 10, 85, 15. And slowly that, you put more weightage on your prayers than, you know, the actual effort you... You could not be doing anything. And that's just stupid. See,
2: like, what Gotham said, I think it's, that's the case, like, in most of the, like, the privileged households. But what I've seen with, like, you know, even in the movie Trance, you see, like, they tried everything. And, I mean, tried everything in the sense, like, he tried some other ways, but things didn't work out for him. And that's what happens, like, you know, that's how they target people. Like, most of the poor people, for example, like... Because they are uneducated, because they tried going the other way around. And now that they are not aware of any other way. So these guys, what they do is they target them. They go for the most vulnerable spot. And that's their like niche as such. I'll say that's their market. So they know their market very well. They know like, okay, first they circle like uneducated. Then they'll go for people who are like, like, for example, they'll go to places like uh, where minorities live. Okay then they'll go for, in minorities, they'll look for people who are, like, troubled in some region as such. Hmm. And that's how they target all of them. I mean, I I mean, I don't want to, like, state something controversial, but I'm just saying, like, Christian missionaries kind of, like, do that as well. Like, they have been doing it in the past also.
1: Oh, it's a huge business, too. Yeah. Huge. Like, my mom has told me experiences of missionaries she's met. Like will uh, be sitting in the bus and um, one wish she came to her and she's she asked, um, "What's wrong? Are you are you having a bad day?" Um, oh wait, do
2: you guys remember? I told you this happened with me on campus.
1: Yes. Oh, oh yes. right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So basically, just for the sake of podcast, I'll tell this. So, once uh, one person invited me because uh, one person invited me to play uh, with frisbee and all some ultimate frisbee. And uh, I went for that, and I thought it's just going to be like us playing and all, and nothing like, (laughs) what was just going to come. Mm -hmm. So while we were one of the one of the person from that other team comes and he's like, hey, what's your what's your name and all, and I tell him what's my name, and then like he introduces everyone to me at that very moment, and I'm like, oh, like damn, like very nice, like you know, they're trying to be chill with me and all, (laughs) they're trying to be social with me they want to be friends with me. I thought like, okay, I was being really nice to them. and all. Okay. And like, they start talking to me, everyone's coming to me and all that. And then like, they got something and like, before giving it to anyone else, they gave it to me and all. And then I was like, oh, like, shit, they're very nice people. Like, I should come here more often. (laughs) Like, we go to the basketball court and then, uh, one dude comes up and yeah, one dude stands and he's like, "Okay, guys, we're going to talk about something." And then he's like, "Okay, we're going to talk about." uh, uh, uh and Savior. Yeah. Talk. We are going to talk. About, <laughs> going to talk uh, no, no, sorry. He asked some of the some of the guys who were there to recite some verses from the Bible. Then I was okay. I was, I was like taken back a little bit. And then like uh, he asked me like uh, you know like. Do you understand any of what they said at all? And I was like, no. But actually, I was interested, I'll say. I was actually interested. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, you know, I'm learning and all that. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? Next, what happens is one dude comes to me. And he's like, uh, at the end, okay? He comes to me and he's like, uh, hey, what's up? How are you? He's the same dude who introduced everyone to me. Uh, And then he's like, you should come to church with me sometime. And I was like... (laughs) Yeah, sure. Actually, I was very interested. Because that time I was like,
1: oh, like... you learn that a lot. You don't have that in security. That's really good.
2: Yeah, like, I was like... Yeah, no, actually, I was learning a lot. So I was like, oh, that's nice. And really? I wanted to see, like, how the church and all was here. So I was like, oh, that's nice. So then he's like, uh, you know, before I was like you... Ah, that is when it hit me. Oh, <laughs> I'm at the wrong spot. <laughs> and then, like, you know, before I was like you... And, you know, even I used to believe in things that I shouldn't be believing. But then I came here and I changed. So you should also come here often. I know you might be having some troubles. You can share it with us. And God will help you. Oof. Then, like, an image of my dad came inside my brain. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, I, I have nothing against people. I mean, I know all of us, that is. I'm saying all of us. We have not against I just want to make this like a disclaimer, okay? For whoever is listening to this, like we have nothing against any religion but we're discussing yeah. our thoughts. That's all. Please don't get offended.
1: It's just people who who I mean it's it's but it's kind of their religion, right? I mean, um I don't know how it is I don't think it's a thing in Hinduism, but I'm not sure about other religions where if you convert someone, there's an extra like you get some plus points. Is that a is that a kind of thing? definitely a thing in Islam I think definitely a thing okay fine yeah yeah, I mean they've they've like set up these it's like a proper company right a a well run business where Mm. people who it's like um, people who join have to share with someone else and yeah I don't know it's a yeah it's pretty interesting it's pretty cool but the
4: thing is that more than more than like you know it being a scheme Mm -hmm. these people actually want to do it it's not like you know some plan and stuff. These guys get that thing, and they are so enthusiastic about sharing it.
1: Why do you think? But well, why do you think? I mean, leave the plus points. Why do you think they have that enthusiasm to? Because to share what they know.
0: I think it's just the plus points. I mean, there's no yeah. there's no other reason I can think of that, that they'd want to just you know go around spreading the shit.
2: Yeah, it's just the plus points. It's just yeah. like God will give them. You know, you uh, like, nice treatment. I mean, heaven, heaven. heaven. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, but I can also see like how these people who are just in love with religion. Yeah. They're, like the only songs they sing are like. <laughs> the <songs. And laughs> they, have, they have this thing where like, okay, I found the, I found the truth, and so I. Yes. Like, yes. They don't. They don't consider where people are coming from. They don't consider anything. Mm. And. They just have this, this this like this urge I don't know I think it's like what Ive said it's not just fully the first points it's kind of yes you know just, there's something else to it where they're also just so brainwashed mm-hmm. they believe that you know my God I mean my God is the God and everyone needs to know yes very yes. yeah and just the way they've set that up like religion just over the years they've kind of you know tweaked policies just one by one. Like there be one genius who just you know, just add this one like clause. You, know, you just slip it in the Quran, one Quran and that gets printed over. Or like you just slip this one clause in like And it kind of it kind of becomes a part of the religion and no one knows. You know?
2: I think it. with our, like our religion, like Hinduism, it happens a lot. Like I don't hmm. think any other religion is like doctored as such. Like if today definitely. if today the king felt like okay like you know uh, women should cover their faces with the sari from tomorrow onwards women will do that because that's like oh, a tradition yeah, yeah. now
1: yeah yeah. There's yeah so much power stupid gurus
2: oh yeah. my god gurus bro yeah. okay I'll, I'll tell you guys this one story okay oh yeah uh, after 12th standard my parents sent me to attend this yoga session uh by art of living Okay. Art of living, okay. Okay, okay. Oh, this is getting interesting. It should get interesting, actually. So, uh, it was a 31-day course, okay? Dude, mm-hmm. I can tell you, like, uh, conversion is not an easy process. They These guys know that. They have learned compounding is actually real, okay? They know that. Compounding meaning? Compounding in the sense, like, they work hard day by day. And they know that the, the result will be good, okay? Mm-hmm. So they put in little, little, little amount of work every day, and you know, at the end of the day, whatever money that they're gonna take out of the bank is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So what they do is every day they will teach you about like how good yoga is. Okay, they'll make you believe that okay they're teaching you yoga. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll make you believe that you're, they're teaching you yoga and that you yeah. know, uh, Shri Sri Ravi Shankar is the guy like who just teaches yoga. He's just a guy who's nice to kids and all. And they won't show any videos. Okay, I remember this very well. Like They won't show any videos of him also. It'll be just the instructors every day teaching us what yoga is, how necessary it is and from where yoga was derived as such. And then comes the day 29, okay? Of this 30, 30, 31 days course. So day 29 is like, they'll be like, okay, tomorrow you guys will be graduating from this class. And uh, they'll be like, please do not eat non-witch. And uh, because the next day is uh, <laughs> graduation day, okay. So we'll be like, okay, okay, chill, chill. Then uh, <laughs> tomorrow, then next next uh, morning, I mean, next afternoon, we had the class and then he came for the graduation ceremony, okay. So uh, they were like, uh, so guys, today we will not be having any yoga session. We will be seeing some videos and we would like to teach you guys something. So it starts with mm-hmm. a little logical like video. It starts with them talking about like how, uh, you know, uh, this whole like chicken farms and all work and how <laughs> all these beef farms work. And they show us videos of like how they like you know they butcher all these animals. And it's really mm-hmm. like you just can't see, okay. And they'll be like, and this is what you eat. Look at that, okay. And you'll be like, oh shit, like, I should not be eating that. And then mm-hmm. even I, even I like I was like after twelve, then also. For me it was a little chill, but even I was like, oh shit, man, I'm not even <laughs> Because before coming before coming to the class, I just like just to like, you know, be that cool boy rebel, I just ate a shore man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck them him. all, like I'm just gonna go all out, man. Fuck them. I don't give a fuck. And then I went and then I was like I just wanted to vomit, okay, after seeing all that. And then mm-hmm. like, okay, all good, like making sense and everything nicely working. Then they show you. Then they go to the part when they show you the art of living center. Okay. Of course. Now it starts. So now start with telling you about like how art of living works. How Sri Sri Ravi Shankar like started very low and then he built this whole thing. And then like Mm. he magically predicted like you know how water will come on like waste barren land, and actually they discovered water there and mm. the first miracle and then then second they talk about like how they build the whole organization there and how you know and one more thing i've seen is all these like all these like organizations or some of these uh cults uh hmm. they try to show like uh white people a lot for some reason <laughs> i i've seen that like they they just yes. show, like, randomly they'll be like some white people came and, like, they contributed money and all. Like, white people will always be at the front.
3: Yeah. They'll be there. Like, they'll, yeah, the they'll, the they'll be the listeners. Yeah.
2: And, like, they yeah. have to mention. Like, they have to mention that the white people are there. Okay? Yeah. So, this will happen. And then they show this video. And then third stage is basically, now when, like, uh, uh, Shri Shri Ravi Shankar, Shankar becomes, like, a cool guy. Okay? Cool guy in the sense, like, he's, like... He's like very chill with kids. He wears all these Joker costumes and other costumes, fancy dresses and comes to the main hall and entertains the kids and all. And like, you know, like full fun music and all this playing and everyone's laughing and all. And then comes uh, the mira- mira- Miracles. Okay. So <laughs> I do not remember this clear. I do not remember this like in detail, but I remember this very clearly. So they mm-hmm. had taught us this meditation exercise. okay? And it was actually mm-hmm. a really nice exercise. So I didn't like the biggest scam in that exercise. So they basically taught us that there are five to seven stages as far as I can remember in uh, like meditation. And they told us like you first is like around like, you know, being in peace with yourself. Then afterwards your mind and then certain things, three, four and then sky around you, the environment around you and there's energy around you. And then fifth, of, fifth, uh, fifth and the last stage was something that they didn't tell till now. Okay, now I'm coming to what was that? So they show us a photo, and in that photo hmm. they're like, uh, so you guys know that the photography, that photography effect, yeah, that bokeh effect, yeah, that yeah. bokeh or whatever it's called, and uh, like there'll be small bubbles and all appearing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like basically, like if you have like a good amount of light, and then you get your camera out of focus, so that bubbles will come. Okay. Okay. So okay. they show us a photo of that at the center. And I'm not even kidding. The instructor told all of us this <laughs> that uh, like, some of the people saw angels inside. Those oh, bubbles. man. And those, oh. A, and those angels were Sri Shri Ravi Shankar. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, this was the first fact. Now, second, coming on to the biggest scam. So, for I was telling you about the compounding effect, yeah? so all hmm. these 29 days the main exercise was uh, this thing meditation so they taught hmm. us meditation like first stage second stage third stage fourth stage fifth stage the fifth hmm. stage was actually you will get you will get to connect with ravi shankar
4: what the fuck
1: oh my god yeah that's the last thing
2: <laughs>
4: that is salvation oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah so and i am not even kidding like You know, when you guys mentioned about, you know, when Gautam mentioned that point about that 90% thing, that's a very, very valid point about, like, people who are very privileged. And because once they get that thing, once they get those, like, you know, once they realize, okay, like, shit, I'm getting my work done. It could be by coincidence. They just started, they just start extracting, like, the max they can from that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. They make these really stupid correlations. Yeah. Which have no, no fucking... And no fucking because, dude, bad. like my
2: dad's boss, my dad's boss's wife, all of them, they were so dedicated to this. Like they didn't pay attention to their own kid. Like the kid mm. was like, you know, he would come to me and he'll be like, "What do you got to eat and all, and all that." And bro, like, can you share your like food with me and all? You wanna go out and shit like that? Like he didn't like his parents didn't give a fuck because they had no time for him. Oh. Yeah, oh, because dude. they were so like involved in
3: this (laughs) i
2: i personally feel like religion should not come in something like you know a parent child relationship never like Hmm. it should always be like the first priority should always be like the relationship you maintain and then if you want to maintain with god or not Uh
3: yeah yeah yeah
1: it also becomes such a central part of people's identities yeah just i mean definitely the question it's answering is a very big question that's probably why it's it's put itself in such a high place yeah
2: no like you know the thing that you mentioned at the very start like it was part of me and not something that became part of you mm. that is very important like parents like parents basically what they learned they just force it all on you yeah, yeah. Exactly. they they don't they don't understand that later on is going to create like a huge problem because there are going to be n number of people talking to like your kid there are going to be n number of people supplying different kind of ideas and there are going to be n number of people who are going to affect your kids brain as well and when same, the whole same. Mm-hmm.
1: sorry sorry no, at the same time they've gone through that but they've gone oh exactly time. yeah at a different time where like you know that whole access to information is not been there mm-hmm. but for us you know we're exposed to so much more we are exposed to i mean just way way more than they were exposed to and they they kind of underestimated okay they're like yeah because I, I remember recently when i was having dinner with my mom and like her office friends mm-hmm. and um, immediately like you know we were kind of at that time i kind of told her yeah i started eating everything and my parents were like oh <laughs> why why and then at at the dinner she asked um uh, colleagues if they pray and they were like yeah we pray. We don't um, we don't eat if we're not supposed to and all this and my mom looked at me and I'm like, Yeah I'm definitely gonna do whatever I want. And then she's like, Yeah, we'll wait till you're thirty, then I know you'll come back.
3: Whoa.
0: <laughs> we'll wait till we'll wait till
1: We'll wait till you grow older oh. you and I know you'll <laughs> oh, And do that. I I know it's like it's I kind of have the confidence that I won't Unless I, unless I'm actually, uh, unless I see, <laughs> I definitely won't. Right. <laughs> like, scary, right? I mean, like, what? With what confidence are they saying that? But at the same time, they they were brought, brought up in a whole different world. They really don't know. Like, they've not even taken the time to expose themselves, and they're simply saying that. Dude, yeah, they I'm have
4: that. Uh, they have that belief that you know. Those first, when you're when you're a kid, like till, at a very young age, whatever concepts are put in your brain, right? It's very hard to break out of that, and they they still believe that yeah. you cannot overcome that. You won't be able to overcome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This yeah. Is a rebel. yeah. This is like yeah. This
4: he's is just trying. Crazy. He can't really overcome <laughs> that son. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: I, I think yeah. that's definitely the case for so? for me. Um. Uh, like my my parents won't don't have the slightest doubt in their minds that you know I'm I'm not. Adhering to, to to all the Islamic shit, they just because because yeah, it, it's it's what is brought up with, and like in their minds, there's no way. I mean, I've, I've been praying five times for the last you know ten years in their minds. Oh my god! So so there's just no way I'm coming out.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: but but it, it's an interesting point that that whole ninety ten thing you're saying uh, about how hmm. how people you know uh, leave leave things to God.
2: And yeah, like once they benefit from that thing, they will just keep extracting that. Yeah. 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 They'll keep depending on that more and more. Yeah. In Hinduism, we, do we have a god for literally mm-hmm. everything? Yeah. so that's In what I told you, totally right? One day one world king world felt world like, okay, something's missing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he just we called one to... Brahman and okay. like... <laughs> so,
1: yeah, he'll make he call a Brahmin. He'll pray to one god. Shiva will come down as Vishnu will come down as a reincarnation of that god, and that god will just cater to whatever needs. So that's the story, and that's so therefore because that story, this god exists. That's literally how like you know we have a god for money, we have a god for food, we have a god for literally everything. For speaking, for knowledge, it's just to cater to different people's needs. They've created that like entity which you can completely surrender mm-hmm. to and. Just kind of, okay, this guy's going to deal with it. It's chill. I mean, if, as long as I like just pray to him, it's still such a weird thing, right? I mean, which kind of guy that created the whole universe wants yeah. people to pray? Yeah, to?
4: Yeah, yeah. Dude, in, I think in Quran, they say that uh, you, you were sent here only with one, with one, you know, goal and that is to, you know, worship, worship Allah. Yeah. That yeah. is to, you know, show your submission. That's all. That's all I hear oh. for nothing else. Yeah. That's very true. Like
1: that's what I mean. Really stupid human qualities <laughs> to God. Yeah. Like because... yeah,
4: oh, dude. Yeah. Like, true. Very true.
1: Because what kind of guy who creates the whole universe has pride? Yeah, in God? yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're literally like nothing uh-huh. to that guy, and he expects us to pray to him to like back to him. And yeah, <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're attaching
4: human qualities. That's the problem. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I mean, you guys kind of—you guys have kind of, kind of like—you guys don't have idol yeah. worship. You guys don't believe in the guy itself. But yeah, it's for us. It's really weird. I mean, we just we just can't comprehend God. So I I still believe they just made it up as a religion. So to make the religion more palatable to poor people, they and un- uneducated people, they could these human qualities, and it's become a
3: religion,
0: which is so uh-huh. silly. Yeah. You guys think that religion might have any, like, demonstrable positive qualities? Like, something that, like, any reasons you think someone might want to believe, you know, where, where it can actually help? Like, in, in this age, someone, let's say, of our age, in, in our situation. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any way where mm-hmm. religion could actually um, help us?
1: I think I've seen it. Like, I mean, you look at you know people who can't come out yeah. of jail, and you know to get the kind of order back in their life, they they jump from one extreme to the other, from one side of chaos to like mm-hmm. the other side of order. But then, I think they just haven't seen the whole picture yet. They haven't, you know. They haven't read enough, so they just jump to what's nearest to them and what's most available, and what and what's like and what they're being fed. So, in that sense, I've seen it help. Though, I mean, help I mean, how definitely though? Definitely, seeing Just seeing, you know, someone. It increases
2: their know. self-confidence. They believe in them. They. It makes them think that there is a way out. Uh, that's
1: sorry. Uh. Yeah. That. They have, like, a, there's a more direct impact of their actions into, you know, how they lead their life and some purpose yeah, yeah. to
4: their life. I guess, especially, is, especially with criminals, uh, guys who have committed, like, serious crime, nobody in the world is going to forgive them, right?
3: Hmm. Not a single oh. person
4: is going to forgive them. So, they, ha- they finally are, like, you know, only God, God is, you know, all forgiving. And, you okay. know, if I, if I pray to him, you know, oh, yeah. he will accept. I still have a chance to have a good afterlife. I think, like, yeah, they need yeah. some ultimate, like, parent in some sort of sense. They want that ultimate, you know, dad and mom yeah. combo.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. That's what they need. Yeah. Someone who just, you know, no matter what you do, will look out for you, that kind of thing.
3: Yeah.
0: Hmm. I, I think I read somewhere that atheists uh, are at a much higher risk for suicide. And, like, so someone's making the argument that. Oh, this is true. Yeah, yeah. Someone is making the argument that evolutionarily, like, we are we are it makes sense for us to be religious because if you are religious then you you mm. you just don't have like the same amount of stress to deal with as a as a guy who doesn't believe
2: huh.
0: you you have that
4: fallback like you have that
1: like that uh, hmm, yeah
4: yeah problem. yeah, oh yeah, sense of community is definitely there yeah mm. yeah
1: that's that's very evolutionary like like we're a kind of um
2: social like community social creatures. yeah i mean the whole the whole idea around like religion like growing that community and you know conversion and that plus point thing that you're talking about is that mm-hmm.
1: exactly yeah and dude uh
4: Artif like you said right that most stress is there right for uh, it is, yeah, yeah. i think in religion is because you know you have that uh There's there's a sense of, you know, this much is enough. I'll do this much and the rest, we're leaving it up to something. But atheists, right?
3: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Nothing is enough. You just keep going. Like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not enough. I'm not content. I just want to keep going, going. Especially with like work. I think that might be a thing. With religion, you know, you do this much and then you're remaining, you leave it all up to God. So it's like that, you know, I do this much of the work and I leave it. Maybe that gives them a lot of, uh, really
1: i think it comes back to answering that big question which you know some people they just aren't able to cope yes you know, not knowing that answer and they probably search stories and spend such a big portion of their life looking for that answer but they're just not able to find it so i guess that's too much and that's probably why, uh-huh. i don't know
0: uh, i think i could say that for a huge majority of people who are religious at least at least in my communities um uh, like we describe all these positive qualities that religion might have, how, how it gives someone hope and how it how it you know just mm. helps them feel better. But I think in, in my family I don't see any of those qualities actually coming out. I don't see like whatever we, we might think can give a religious person hope. I I don't see any of that mm. in in my family. In the sense that in the sense that like the only qualities that I see in, in my uh, like extended family, for instance, it's it's just it's just to put yeah. God everywhere, you know, for no good reason. It's just like like yesterday, for example. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, my my grandma, we went to a relative's house, and, and and this little was a little hesitant yeah. to to shake her hand because the whole coronavirus thing.
3: Ooh.
0: And and my grandma just oh, like oh. grabbed a hand, shook it. <laughs> and like, she she. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she said something like Inshallah, like uh, something around this line, saying, "You know, you know, what the fuck? Nothing will happen to you. You're, uh, you're, you're one of the good ones." Mm. <laughs> Dude, you just turned. Inshallah you just Inshallah to something. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that people people tend to insert, <laughs> yeah, 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 sense like, yeah, God is on our side. Don't worry, you yeah. know. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. it. It won't affect us. Yeah. Uh, because because we're on the right path as opposed that, to you know Christians or
2: whoever else.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think if you tell her like you don't exactly. pray, she'll like she won't shake hands with anyone. I think she'll die.
4: Like
0: that. We should take care of the publicity for this podcast.
4: Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> we should be. <laughs> <alive>.
3: <laughs> Recently, like I
4: had this uh, meeting with some cousins, and they are all religious, like very religious now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of them, like, was talking about the discussion was about corona, okay, and how to cope and everything.
3: Mm. And
4: uh, s- suddenly one of them is like, "By the way, just I want you know, put this out there that whole this whole corona thing, it's not some just some disease that came out of China or anything." He's like, "Right." Allah put it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Allah put it here, and he's trying to teach us a lesson. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. God, dude. Just basic facts, evidence also just thrown in the dustbin now. Ooh.
3: <laughs> it's a
4: test, yeah, to mankind to show that you know you can try to get powerful, but you'll always be humbled and that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Something
0: on the front, yeah. We've been we've been pushing, we've been too yeah, materialistic.
4: Yeah. So just you
0: know, break the economy. That's what Allah did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then what else?
1: It's so weird, right? That you know, religion kind of it it has such a clear. Delineation of mm-hmm. what's good and what's bad. There's no concept of you know looking at a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: it's just very uh, the fact that you could make it's like a like yeah, checkbox and... that they have. Just like like God has this checklist when you go up to heaven and get tested, and if you have more ticks than uh-huh, crosses, then you. I them.
0: think I think that quality, especially like in, in children, I, I think it really like breaks the idea like it 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 makes it much harder in to to like what do i say to to have children come in terms with the idea that things aren't as as black and white as they think like for us for us we can we can argue on anything right if if you tell me that stealing is bad if even in something that's so clearly in one direction mm-hmm. we can we can extrapolate we can push it and we can we can we can make we can make more of it but yeah. but if you if you're religious, you don't really have right. that luxury.
3: Yeah.
0: Because because you're told you're told what's yeah. right. You know you, yeah. you shouldn't push and and you won't push. Yeah. And 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 so many like mm. I I think it's a huge reason why why you know people in general just struggle to push the boundaries of of in 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 you in, in whatever sense. Yeah. Because pushing the
1: boundaries yeah, it's, is it, itself.
0: Is it? Yeah, that, that itself is, is a big it, problem. Yeah. You know, you, you can't. It's it's in in some regions mm-hmm. it might just you know directly translate into a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, definitely. Hmm. I think a lot of you know. I think the first thing that pushed mm. my boundaries <laughs> right. is eating chicken. Possibly. was just eating and slowly like uh-huh. starting to drink, and then science. And that kind of was like um, I was saying, I'd done this uh, a couple of days back. It was kind of you know slowly just breaking down one wall, just breaking down these walls one by one. And it it's like a it's like you reach, you start walking out, and you look at everything back, and you see how small that one particular part of your life was, and how how it didn't really help you at all. Like I mean, I would pray, and then. Even if things went wrong, they would say, like, it's a gnolling knoll, company, right? But um. if bad things happen to you, you have success. Yeah, it's it's, it's such an easy solution. It's, it's <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm like, who came up with this shit, dude? Who...
1: Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Genius. It just fixes everything. Absolutely genius. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Oh, definitely. Mm.
0: But, but even after all this, I yeah. think, I think, like, when I was younger, I think there are places where I felt like, I I mm-hmm. felt like you know a, a connection, a sort of uh like you know going, I I I remember when I was maybe around like okay. sixth or seventh, that I could just go to a mosque and I could just sit there, mm-hmm. I could just pray and sit there for like you know half an hour, and just feel good somehow. Hmm. I could I could just sit there and and uh like somehow become. Wait, what is this good feeling that you're yeah. talking about?
4: What is this good feeling?
0: What is this good feeling? Just sense of community or, or just like a sense of, of, I don't want to say peace. Sense of being a good Muslim sense of just community. Hmm. I'm saying community and also sense of like, okay. like of your mind being cleared of shit uh-huh. of, uh, of having clearer view of things, hmm. just, just being in that place.
3: Hmm. Wait, I don't understand yeah.
2: Like clearer view of what of
0: just, just, just a feeling of your mind being like less cluttered. I thought. Okay. Yeah, it just. Hmm.
1: it's a good like um, it's a good dust. Yeah, just... To just throw your problems into just.
2: No, because Not... that's a very like Some mature data. thought. I'll say. What? <laughs> no, you know, like your mind being free as such. Adding I- I it you. No, you spoke about like you know no clutter and like being free. Huh. But That's a very like mature thought. Hmm. Like, to think about it. Like, oh. It's... But I don't see that. that no, yeah, I get what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I'm saying yeah, like yeah, I get what
0: he's saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I remember maybe not exactly that, but somehow like a sense uh, of clarity. Clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, something along mm-hmm. those lines. I remember.
4: It's it's tough to describe exactly. But it just felt nice. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Something I, some I, yeah.
2: Something did some element. Did feel nice. Did it feel nice that it made your parents happy, or it was just you being happy, like your personal happiness because you are being nice to uh, your God? No, this is by following all the rules that you are taught.
0: Maybe something like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe that that's that's it. Maybe that's directly it.
4: And you you sat in the mosque. Or you prayed also. You just sat.
0: No, no, no. This like this is when maybe we had a we had a mosque right next to our house. Okay. And like during Ramadan and shit, you you'd find me like going to the mosque maybe what two three times a day. Huh. And uh, yeah, i remember just sitting there,
4: just, just sitting. sitting
0: there, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I just pray and I just you know just sit there for a while and look around. Holy.
4: Hmm.
0: I
1: think it, no, I think it's definitely nice. I mean, just mm. that it just gives you that kind of, I guess, connection yeah, yeah. with you know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Just removing that. Uh, I
0: think I think like yeah. people among us, I, I think like in our hostels, yeah. who still go to temple and shit. I mean. It's nice if they can, they actually feel that.
2: Yeah. Dude, most of the people I see is like when we have like CTS and exams coming right around the corner. Yeah, I I, I hate that shit. They will just <laughs> nicely like, I,
3: yeah.
2: like they don't know the prayers even. They don't know the prayers even. Yeah. they'll start like listening to bhajans. Yeah. Uh, to calm their mind. Yeah. Yeah. They know they're
3: gonna get fucked. That's
4: why they know they're gonna get fucked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like they simply start praying and all. I mean, we, are no, we. I mean, we personally are aware of a lot of people in our own circles. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: definitely,
3: definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. That I think that ties into. Um, I think what you said yeah that confidence. It gives you that kind of like that confidence that you can go into something without. Fear
2: no. Thing is, you know what? Like, like I personally, life. I did not understand this till now. Is that They've all been taught about this whole thing that you know, like, I mean, like I believe, like, you know, God is like, you know, watching you and He's like judging you on all your actions. I believe that's what is there in Islam as well, Atif.
0: I didn't get you. You believe that God is judging you and like He's watching you. God know. is
2: watching.
0: And is yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. for us, what happens is we believe that we have two angels, one on my left shoulder and one on my right. Right. Okay. okay. Who, who, um, who pretty much see everything that we do. And they have these two books, one for our our the the bachelor that we do, mm. and one for a good deed. And these two angels, what they do, is they just record everything they see.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
0: So so yeah, and and in the day of judgment, these books are, are weighed against each other, and that's how that's it's
2: decided. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like I oh. see like you know like they know about this whole concept and then i see them doing shit like the religion doesn't allow them to do okay uh-huh. i don't understand like where does that whole thing go then uh-huh. like you've been taught this like a lot of times a lot of times you've committed that mistake and then you go back to being like okay like i'm not gonna do this like i'm gonna like study well i'm gonna like follow the religion like i've seen i'm talking about like what i've seen in NIT. Like someone yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like follow the religion and they see this all happening in the movies as well. Like pop culture also tells you, okay, like bro, like this is wrong and all. They see this happening everywhere. But still they go back to that whole path of like uh exams are coming nearby, things are getting hard for me. So I should get back mm-hmm. to, you know, practicing my religion well. And like it just it just feels like a way to like mend yeah. things in life. When someone's trying to like, you know, do new things in life, when someone's trying to become a better person in NIT, I've seen that better person in the sense like, you know, change things in their life, they just like switch to that mode of like, you know, being more religious, being more more what has been taught to them, like initially, Hmm. not just like trying and thinking like what they had done wrong in the past, but being back to like, you know, how they were as kids as such.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah it's like for me territory right i mean just just going back into i mean if you're going into something unknown and something kind of scary or like out of your comfort zone you 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 need that like you need to hold on to something that you know or something that gives you that comfort and as a kid we're not taught you know how to deal with how to deal with things that are new how to deal with the unknown they just said okay you pray and that's the way that and like whatever you don't God will help you there. But there's nothing that teaches us, you know. It's so just some things are unknown. Like, I whatever you believe in, I mean, you don't need. Like they don't even know. If, if, They just pray and hope that you know God will change things. So it's kind of the same thing, right? It's it's just it's just that they have some. They believe they have some kind of control over what. What's uncontrollable, and I think that just gives them that that kind of like relief. Even if it doesn't work out, they don't they're not they're not as upset of, as upset about mm-hmm. it, despite having prayed and, and in these kind of situations, yeah. dude,
4: it's it's kind of like okay. a drug. Like it's just chasing a high.
1: Yeah. At
4: full tension. You like it's like how oh, we need a cigarette. We need a cigarette okay. after like some tension. You just extrapolate it and like make the tension like. Mm-hmm. heavier and more and more. Finally, it's just like, at that moment, just to get that quick relief, they run after mm-hmm. it. Just Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah.
2: So self-care. Self-care. Proper addiction it is.
4: It's an addiction.
1: You dump yeah. all yeah, it Yeah. Definitely. Like, I've seen in hard times and all, I mean, my parents are just immediately, they've switched religion, like, hardcore. I remember Oops. at one point, there was an astronomer came to the house and there are these weird, like, these these kind of pictures they hung in the toilet and, like, in all the rooms and shit. And I would ask, you know, what's going on? And they'd be like, it's nothing. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It's good. You know, Vastu, you you put the bed in. Yeah. Oh, I remember when I came to college with the first time. And um, I was in, I was moving to Tokkar and Tanayan uh, And the mom is like, she... Mm-hmm. So, should we put up beds? Wait, wait.
2: Like I'm sorry, what is what, what is Vastu? Mean? Vastu is basically about like placement of things in your house and in which okay. direction your like kitchen should be facing, your toilet okay. should be facing. Oh, uh-huh.
3: yeah,
1: mm-hmm. your head should be from east to west, okay. uh, your body should be east to west, or something like that. And they do that whole measurement, mm-hmm. whenever they move in, or <laughs> even now, like, if keep in the wrong
3: order like, I don't know, I, they've given up, uh, but before they would, dude, like
4: one point that you said right arc you know they, they start off a bit logically right i think that happens too much today these priests yeah. uh, i mean these gurus and everything to start you know their underlying argument is like completely senseless the underlying principle <laughs> yeah
3: yeah, yeah. see that's they what start, they partner like yeah, that
4: they start with a very scientific view they'll they get their attention they start yeah. with science and slowly it'll become like just BS. Oh, have Talk you seen BS.
2: those, like, have you seen those videos? Like like dude, sometime back, like I, I remember like on my Facebook, I started getting these Sadhguru suggestions.
3: Dude,
4: yeah. Just this Vastu thing that Gautam was talking about. Right. So yeah. my friends called me recently, like a logical guy. Okay. Huh. Recently he's like, dude, you have to watch a Sadhguru video. He talks about, you know, why sleeping in the right position is actually good for body. <laughs> so uh, yeah. just you know what the theory is mm-hmm. that he told? Yeah, he was sitting ah, on the stage no, and he's like, I'm... apparently the gravitational gravitational pull of the earth yeah. Yeah, is in one way, right? So if you sit in this way, if you sit, if you sleep know. in a certain way that's opposite to that vast two, then uh, like all the iron in your blood goes in the opposite direction from your brain. Uh... So that takes the blood away from your brain. And okay. that makes you more numb and the head and oxygen flow becomes less <laughs> oh, yeah. like if you sleep in the right direction, you're aligning with the gravitational pull. It oh. goes towards your brain and, you know, it's much healthier for your blood circulation and, oh. you know, it increases the longevity of your life and all, you're saying, what complete, you know, yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, and my friend like believed and he started doing it. He's like, dude, it actually makes sense. I was just telling him.
2: Dude, we had a session by <laughs> Sadhguru, like the whole community, you know, for, I think for a week, I think it used to happen late at night or like uh, very early in the morning in NIT. So, like, people on campus, like, people mm-hmm. I know in my class also believe. And thing is, like, these are people who don't believe in, like, what he does or, like, what he's teaching, but people who, like, hardcore worship him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's, I think it's, I'm okay with, I'm, I mean, I'm okay with whatever people do, but I'm saying, like, it's okay to just follow, like, the good part. It's okay to just learn, like, the yoga and things like that. But you know, just, like, Praying, that, praying to that person is just something very, very wrong and like, I mean, you know, nowadays that whole argument comes up, you know, when people say like if you are, if you are like, you know, pro-LGBTQ and, uh, I mean, if you are like, sorry, if you're pro-Trump and anti- uh, what the fuck am I saying? I, I? Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. If you're like, if you're Yo, pro-
3: okay. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, if you're pro-Trump and pro-LGBTQ but then you're actually anti-LGBTQ. Yeah. So, that's the whole thing, like, huh?
3: Okay. So no, I'm saying,
2: like, you will just end up fa- in falling people. into that whole, you know, uh, like, hole as such, like... Because I've seen uh, people, like, you know, they start with normal things, they start with things like, okay, I don't believe in that, I just go for the good shit. I'll just go for the good shit. And then slowly, slowly, they'll be like, yeah, dude, that guy actually makes hmm. sense, like, I mean, what he's hmm. talking is pretty good only, like... Mm. What he's saying is literally, and then slowly it turns into things like, ah, these guys, oh, yeah. they don't understand why he's doing that, these guys, they don't understand. So that's how it turns, and that makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, people get influenced like that only,
1: mm-hmm. dude. Even in like, I remember seeing this in Super Luxe, and it's there in psychology where, like, um, say you're a say you're new recruit uh. and you're coming for one of the like, uh, sermons. They're illusi- I mean, the yeah. people who are coming for the first time and who don't believe, would probably be one out of like 20 people in the room. The majority of people will be people who are already recruited and people and they'll just, it's like a positive reinforcement, like he says something and Oh wait,
0: look the dude, Gotham, you I the I saying sing sing like the new guys ambushed. He'll just be in a- a- oh, okay, okay. Oh, fuck.
1: oh yeah, 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 exactly, yes. They they're always ambushed. I mean, it's because they know like it's so difficult to completely change the, the person's outlook on life. But the best okay. way to do that is with like social affirmation, just kind of getting. Like, he's also yeah. he, if he believes it, then okay, fine. Maybe there must be some truth to it, and he slowly become more and more open to the concept of just yeah, you know, fully giving in to whatever bullshit they preach. But. About what you're saying about, you know, just um, blindly praying to this guy and all this, of course, it's complete, you know, just really stupid. But then at the same time, it's I think it's okay if you reach that conclusion as long as you've explored everything else. Because I know people who've just, I mean, they, we've, I know for a fact that we've tried and, you know, really asked people, you know, what the foundation or what the base of their, belief is you know is it is it rooted in just fear and being forced into the whole thing or if it's just you know kind of it's a good way for them to deal with how they look at life and they just don't confront that question because one like we talk about (laughs) nicely without in every listen but if you do that shit you're and and it's it's so i don't know i think it's it's a big problem you know with how parents raise their kids but If you're able to, you know, kind of let people explore everything, which is probably what I think, like what all these psychedelics and stuff Mm. do, they just, they really make you open to everything. That's probably what I think is the right way Mm -hmm. to deal with everything. I mean, to come to a conclusion. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Coming to guys who are, who, who still believe, like, like, let's, let's say when I ask like a Muslim friend, you know, like, like, how do you, what do you think and um, what are your beliefs now? And see, the truth is most of these people are born with it, and that's the reason they believe, right? Most of the people they you're, you're raised a particular way, and uh, that's that's the reason. That's the only reason you believe. Yeah. But whenever these people are asked the question, you know, they they make it seem like, yeah. okay, bro, this is my choice. I've evaluated everything and I've come to this this decision. And, and yeah. It's not. It's it's not because. And yeah, of, of course, you feel that exactly. need to yeah, to, yeah. to sort of say that.
2: Validate. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You, no, want you really you want to validate. Yeah, 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 exactly. They'll, they'll feel yeah. the need to be like, no, dude, this is this is something that I subscribe to by myself. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't listening to it. My ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And
0: you can kind not of argue with them too yeah yeah <laughs> they, they make it seem like they make it seem like okay bro you know i've looked at everything that's true, this that's is what true. i this is what i found but yeah
1: yeah yeah but i guess i mean it's okay i, I guess people can you know just live and die yeah. living one thing as long as it doesn't affect the people around them like you know slowly now that we're becoming more progressive we're seeing how some of the main postulates in certain religions are just, you know, just not tolerable in society, like today. I think that's where probably Mm. the line... Actually, we can expect like a good shift, you know, like
2: I was reading about this, like
1: most of the
2: Democrats a higher percentage of them in the age group of I think 18 Mm. to uh, 18 to 24 and then in plus 60 also are atheists. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a very, mm. like, interesting graph to see, like...
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely.
1: Interesting, and it makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah, just yeah. people can't stand being told what to do anymore. Without... And we've never been... Like, I remember, like, since a kid, I've always asked why. For a lot of mm-hmm. the things in my religion, but oh, it's yeah. That's how it is. I mean, you know, that's just, there's nothing. So they just have nothing to to back it up. They have no argument to convince you as a kid. Because one, you you don't start off in a position where you're looking for some kind of group association. Yeah. You just, the only way they can do it is through fear. And the only way they can keep you hooked is through fear and just, constant, um, just constantly bombarding you with these ideas. And if you don't do it, they reprimand you. So that, like, in your mind, it's slowly, you know, telling you that, okay, this has to be the way, this has to be the way. And, yeah, (laughs) as you grow up, when you realize that you don't follow the shit anymore, and it's It's, fine. Yeah. yeah. And dude, one one thing I want to, you know, say here
4: is that Hmm. you you say, right, you know, as a kid, we keep asking why. We keep asking why and we're not answered right. Actually, I feel like initially it frees us Mm -hmm. from that, the whole, you know, being tied up by religion. But... That same why only brings us back to religion, I think. Hmm. Because, dude, uh, after you keep asking why, right? Imagine you go grow old and you keep asking why for everything. You question everything. Uh, and one more thing I want to ask is that whole you said, you know, explore everything, right?
3: Hmm.
4: Uh, that should be... A, what is the incentive behind exploring everything?
3: Yeah.
1: Just exploring okay. everything? I mean... So that you know what fits right for your life. I mean, there might be something where you have this negative relationship with like religion. For example, I I mean, we know a lot of cases where it's very fear-based and it's, it's not right for you. It's not really helping you in your life. You're just doing it because that's the way you were brought up and you're afraid of it. So you're following these things, but it can be liberating for you to explore other options and you okay. Know, figure so out words. Yeah, that's and very like,
3: but that's what, like, like, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: like that liberty as such, like you know, given by parents, is like very like idealistic and like idealistic in the sense, like something that we should have. Like uh, you know what what he spoke about is like I recently I've been watching the show, mm, uh, yeah. like, fresh off the boat. Okay, and uh, basically uh, in that the family believes mm-hmm. in Buddhism, I believe. Okay, and their son comes across like you know uh, Christian friends Mm. like I mean sorry he has some Christian friends okay and he comes across like the teachings Mm. of the Jesus and things like that so at first Mm. the mom is like very hesitant you know to get the son to learn about the whole religion as such again at the same time she thinks that this might interfere with the values Mm. uh, Mm. that their religion teaches them Yeah. And like, I can understand that from like, you know, like a mother's perspective, because for them, they believe like whatever they're teaching and what they've learned is the right thing. And like, because they're believing in this other other than this, it's all like wrong for their child. Or it might lead into the child dissociating from them, because they believe in this whole thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very true. And it's such bullshit, right? Because like like for example with your case when you went to that whole thing and you were like, Yeah, I, I mean I'm actually curious, I wanna know. I'll probably come to church and see. These guys they don't have that they exactly. really That's a very point. about the religion because they don't even yeah. know how to justify it. They don't have that yeah. they don't even have that strong
3: connection. Dude, Actually, even like one their, of our friend,
2: I mean their their I don't want to mention the name with it is very uh, based. So this person had come with us on a trip and he bought a t shirt which had like OM and everything on it, okay? And this person, when he went home, like his parents hmm. shouted at him. Hmm. Like, they were like, how can you wear this and all that.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because exactly. like that person, I'm, I'm sure, sure like didn't give a fuck. Like he was just chilling with us. So I he just wore it like that. Th- thought did come across his mind but now from now on yeah, yeah. if you know comes with us chills like if he wears yeah. it also that thought will come up you know come in his mind like should I actually do this hmm,
1: hmm. honestly yeah no I think actually I mean just seeing that insecurity in your parents for me it's of seeing that insecurity in my parents was like a sense of you know I mean why are they so scared What's, what's what's so like is our thing actually so weak? I mean, is there something that's better out there? I think that was a big reason for why, like, I personally came out. Just kind of, you know, they, it's a kind of very counterintuitive thing of trying to close yourself, trying to close, like, your kids off from everything because it it also makes them question more. It's, you know, it's like telling a kid, oh, you know, just don't do that. They're just going to do exactly that. And, yeah, that's such a, that's something that really Before
0: we end, uh, uh, Adhan, you mentioned something about um, mm. how, how kids ask why. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, can you elaborate on that point?
4: Oh, yeah, I mean, it got kind of like, yeah, sidetracked. Yeah, but yeah. what I was saying is, you know, uh, as we keep asking why, initially it's to know answers, right? Uh, but uh, after we, you know, first we realize that this religion is now giving the answers that mm-hmm. we need. So we dissociate from that and, you know, we keep, and we realize that questioning is the way to like, you know, improve ourselves and evolve and stuff. And, uh, but after a certain point, right, there is no answer. Like yeah. after a certain point, there is that, I don't know. Okay. One thing I've seen yeah. with, uh, yeah. especially in my family, like with people who are really intellectual, right. Mm. They hate the answer. I don't know. They really hate it. Like, especially like my own dad itself and my uncle and stuff. If I say, yes. if they ask me yes. a question and I say, I don't know, they'll be like, like, hmm. never say, I don't know again. You have to go find the answer right now. <laughs> yeah.
3: They're
4: like, go check it up and come. Don't say, I don't know one more time. And like people have hit me once, like I'll shrug my shoulder once and I've got hit, <laughs> like slapped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's that, you know, oh my, oh, for, especially exactly. for curious people. And yeah. a lot of, I mean, I think it's, uh, humans have that, that in, in, Uh, what do you call that? That inherent need. Yeah. That inherent need to know. They need to know what's going to happen. They need to know. So this whole like asking why and like trying to get the answer after a certain point, you know, you're going to die. Right. You know that you don't have time to left and you know that, Oh, still, I still haven't found the answer. You're like, shit, let me just, you know, hold on to something before I go. Like I haven't found the answer yet.
1: Exactly. Let me hold
4: on. So I feel like, I feel like, you know, at a certain point if you get comfortable and yeah, just accept yeah. the fact that dude i cannot find out everything like i just cannot and you just have to accept that i don't know what's going to come next just if if you can find peace with that i don't know i don't think you'll need like to hold on to any belief
2: like, if you just
4: yeah agree that look everything is uncertain i'll just keep doing whatever i'll do what i feel like so oh,
2: that makes so much sense like about why atheists, you know, come so mm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
4: That's what they make it. Yeah, mm.
2: the more thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. Oh, yeah. at, at a certain point, if you I just mean, accept just
4: that you know it. whatever's gonna come next yeah. is uncertain, and I'll just do whatever you know feels good for me and fits for me. Fits like what you said, Gotham. Like you find out what fits you, and you stick to that. Like if time if time comes to yeah. like adapt, you need to change your style be open, just change your style. That's it. change the way you deal with things. Like, of course you're going to keep having setbacks, right?
1: Yes. Some new thing will enter life. You have to mm. change your belief
4: system again. Just keep, be open. Yeah. 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 That's what, and instead of, and at a certain point, I think you should let go Definitely. of that. Yeah. I really think like curiosity is a big killer after a point.
3: Um. Like
4: it, it, For a long time, it helps you progress. And after a certain point, it leads to a downfall is what I, mm. that's my belief because of this only as I explained. But
0: but don't you think that's here, like let's say now now me and Gotham I think we're pretty pretty yeah. strongly set in atheism. Okay. To an extent. Hmm. And and don't you, don't you think that someone like us going to the future hmm. and when we face with when we face with a point where where you don't know, you have no idea what's gonna happen. Right. And we we're not able to find a religion to to plug these holes because because it just feels like you're putting tape on, you know, to fix a dam. It feels like you're not addressing the, the it feels like uh what do I say? Religion might feel like mm. a like a temporary, stupid fix. Mm. Okay. I, I'm I'm saying that yeah, coming off like it our assumptions I mean, that like so everything desperate. we talked about so far. Yeah. I think it might be a little tough for, for people like us. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know how it'll, how it will be in the future. Mm. Right. But I'm guessing it's a little tough for people like us to uh, find something to to plug mm. that hole.
4: I mean, um, to plug that hole of you know, you not knowing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, it, it it's tough to, it, it's tough to settle with you don't know and and and
4: tough to live with it. It is, but I think it's all. I, I mean, yeah, but I am yeah. not sure how to live with it. But I, I'm I feel like that should be the end goal. And I feel like even in, I don't know if I'm right, but then I think even in maths, like mm. the probability is there, right? I guess, like, like if you if you have a scientific, you know, inclination, okay. uh, the subject of probability, like, you know, it's the same thing, right? That chaos, order, chaos, mm-hmm. order, what do you call that? Uh, order in chaos. It's all probability. It's all the same thing, dude. Probability, like the chance of happening, it may or may not happen. Oh. Yeah. Even in math, I guess, like, you find the probability, but it's not it's not exact, right? It's an approximation in the end, right? Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Probability of any event happening is like, it's very close to that number but it's not exactly that number. Yeah, Yeah, it's just an approximation in the end. So I feel like probability in math is trying to say the same thing.
2: Okay, you're saying that because you're trying to like get Hmm. to that point you you want to like make sure like what you're thinking is right. So you'll do anything for that, right?
4: What do you mean? I didn't understand.
2: I am saying that because Like let's say in the case of Gautam Mm. and Atif, they don't believe in this whole religious thing and like they're trying to like shift away from this. So in order to like, you know, get away from this whole belief, they're learning more and more and more. And this is like putting them to a point which you think will, I mean, which will lead to like bad things or like will make them think about like things that they should not. No, no,
4: I'm saying that for, for a very long time, this really helps in expanding your mind. But sometimes that rubber band effect okay. happens. Like, see, you keep pulling that rubber band, like, keep pulling, pulling. That starting point is religion, okay? And you pull and that force mm. you're pulling with, and that that force you're pulling with is, uh, you know, expanding your knowledge, like, mm. reading mm. things. You keep pull, 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 pull. Oh. After a certain point, like, it stretches too much, and, like, you just shoot back with that complete force. Mm. That sudden switch happens. Like, I've seen it happen to some people. Hmm.
1: That, I don't know, I think but, it's, <laughs> I mean, I think the end is just saying, I don't know, but then at the point you just like, you explore and everything. You can never explore everything. And then you say, right? I don't know. What do you mean and then by explore and You say, okay, fine. Now that I don't know, and, but I'm going gonna... to No two. No, to one's, extent. Uh, Some, ones
2: extent.
4: That's what I'm extent. saying. Some sort of limitation when you I have explore, to keep. See, right? you said right to one's extent.
3: Yeah. You've yeah. got to be able to, yeah.
4: you know, limit your mind somewhere.
1: No, no, I'm sorry. I mean, explore, I think, is the wrong word. Just kind of, you know, adding, like, small, small blocks to this tower. Like, you know, as you slowly go through life, you um, you start off life with these kind of values and you slowly, you know, just kind of make these amendments. There is no end on it. No, you just, and like, at die. the it end, itself. whatever you're left with... What is that end? That tower you're building, really, you finally... just really don't know...
4: doesn't... What, what is that?
1: Yeah, yeah. The end is... The end is the start. So like you're, just, you're going away with some time. unfinished tower. You hour, can kind basically. of imagine the end of the universe is the end of your life. Right? Okay. No, you're going away with the finished tower. The finished tower is your life. But I mean, there are a lot of bigger questions. Just why? Just, if so you so just keep asking, why it reach because, a point
4: I mean, where like, Who you just the fuck don't knows. like, for example, how the universe all started. Yeah. yeah. That's where like, God and all comes in for most people.
3: Yeah. Who-
1: yeah, exactly. But I mean, the way. No, but then. That's another. Think, yeah, of course. That's because another. people take God, I mean, so that they know how to live their life. But, but yeah, but I think the way to live your life is to, I mean, just slowly add these small blocks to this tower and, you know, make these amendments to, okay, fine. Like, you try to live through one value and you slowly see by one experience that, okay, that doesn't work out everywhere. So you make a change in your mind saying, Okay. I mean, it is like this, but at the same time, it's like you're continuously like chipping it at something. So that's it's chipping away. Have to uh, be able to adjust to this kind of situation. So that is that definitely like seems yeah, like
4: a very peaceful yeah, way. Exactly. And finally oh, yeah, you're left with it. Yeah. Like
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Hmm.
4: After if you keep searching for you, you'll go fucking that's crazy.
1: That's the otherwise yeah, yeah, go fucking crazy. that's go That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is very scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's scary. It is very scary.
0: Yeah, yeah. Coming back to Adnan's point on that on the rubber band breaking thing, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's evident how how I think philosophers like you know Nietzsche and all these guys,
3: hmm. it, it oh, pushed yeah. it so
0: far. Even in like some of the best, best players, um, right. l- like the the trend of just going nuts towards the end is mm-hmm. very very common. Oh, they just go absolutely
4: crazy. Yeah, they
0: just go insane. <laughs> People like people like uh, Bobby mm. Fisher and uh, I forgot the names but there, there are plenty of chess players which just went nuts towards the end. Right. Yeah. Huh. But I think um, that, that whole tower thing is a very um, good
2: po- Dude, like, I was talking to Vijay actually today, okay, and like, Vijay was telling me, like, I mean, Vijay was discussing with me about, like, uh, uh, like, what's, like, he was asking me, like, what's your view about, like, you know, the whole mental health issue as such, like, that, you know, people are talking about right now and do you think like like before this problem persisted hmm. or is it now like a thing now and is it more of like a privileged thing privileged in the sense because hmm. people who have time to like think about all this crap okay and like like that makes like this all makes like so much sense in that mm-hmm. like in a way you know when you're talking about all these great philosophers and like That whole rubber band Mm. stretching thing. Because like you have like, you know, so much time. You have so much Mm. to think about. You have so much to explore about. That cap that you're not putting on yourself. Because again, Mm. like, you know, what uh, Adnan said, like, you know, there is no end to this as such. There is no end to this search as such. Right. I will, yeah, I will just say like, Mm -hmm. to an extent we should like, Get to a point where we like, where someone will, where someone should be there to like make us understand that, okay, like this is enough and this is like just getting <laughs> crazy. Because once we're on that path, there's just no going back. There is just you moving more forward and forward and forward and like coming back is just impossible.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You lose of what's important. Like, I, I saw this, I was listening to this podcast today and like, yeah. it made a lot of sense. I mean, you're basically just the connections around you. And I think that's such a... That makes so much sense because I mean, there's one, you're not even yourself. Like, you try to answer all these thing, things because you're trying to get an answer for yourself. All you are mm. is just, you know, a bunch of experiences and connections that have accumulated in this person. And i think the, the only way you can the only answer actually is just trying to a- understand yourself there's no there's no point in answering a big question which because everyone is different and there's i don't know if one day there'll be a way yeah. yeah 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 there's I no way to figure out exactly that sense you know
2: like religion like solves that whatever. problem of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that that very problem of like you know uh, like i was just thinking about this like you oh, know yeah. like why yeah. did humans come up with that question itself that who created them and why were they on on earth? And like that question of like, you know, ke- mm. I mean, uh, this whole thing of like changing mm-hmm. it as such, like, why did they create us in this way? And why did they give us this power as such? Right. Like this whole question, like, it's a very easy way out for that.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: a very easy answer as such to, uh, yeah, just, just like stopping to think about these things and like oh, do yeah, what is yeah. given to you at hand.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, it's a quick. You were just saying something, dream. right? Uh,
3: yeah.
4: Gautam, you were just saying some in the podcast. You heard what? Like. Ah.
3: Huh. Right.
1: uh that. I mean, we're all just connections, like connect people around us. That's it. Ah.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, I think I said... Yeah, you you know, the
4: philosophers are are looking... They're trying to answer that big question, right? I mean,
1: there's nothing that's...
4: Yeah, I guess, yeah. The the whole thing is that, you know, that they're looking... They're always looking outside. Not like inside. Mm -hmm. They're always looking out. They're trying to solve for everyone else except themselves.
3: That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, Yeah. I mean, how
1: does it even matter how... Other people live as long as you just live and you die. Yeah, live, like till you're happy. I mean, you live well, to make sure that you're happy, and then you die. That's all that. I, I don't know. I I can't. Like, <laughs> it is, oh you my! God. Know, it's, it's if I sad. die, the whole is gone <laughs> as well. It's a nice. It's a nice like.
3: I don't
1: know. Yeah, but then easy in what it's, sense, right? It's kind of easy as well at the same time. Just you know, I. Easy, where I, I'm uh, not worried about questions that don't concern me as much. Well. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I think that's kind of like my yeah. cap, like you were saying, it's, to make that your cap is wait, wait, your
2: cap know, is your death. What he
1: said yeah. then, yeah. No, my cap is understanding that I am okay. like I am basically the universe, like. But see, I'm okay, just, okay. Yeah, yeah. as as I'm just cool. uh, the universe exists. So your answer is
2: yeah. So you got your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah. So
1: for now, for now, I'll see. Keep, keep like keep, keep refreshing right this. Sometime, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, because I like one one place. Ah, uh, so like, exactly. Exactly. Like, for example, I I've seen that
2: change in my dad's then, in my dad's to case. told like, Yeah, it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, like at my dad's house, mm. they have like Four. one rack, yeah, okay? In
1: then.
2: their wardrobe. Like in my granddad's room, there's like one one rack mm. that is just dedicated to like keeping all the god pictures and there are two gods in there. One is Shiva and one is Vishnu. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and they have like my granddad had five kids, okay? Mm. A big mm. family. And like, none of them pray. None of them. But suddenly, I've been Mm. seeing this change, like, since Mm. I came to NIT and all that. Like, my dad has been, like, you know, getting involved in, like, whenever, like, my mom prays on these, on Thursdays. My mom, my dad will also, like, you know, come and, like, pray with her and all. Nowadays. Mm -hmm. Before and all, never. He never said anything about, like, praying or anything about religion. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So that perspective does change, I feel.
1: Yeah, okay. But also, I oh, mean, now that I'm yeah, yeah. Thinking if of you it,
2: believe it's strong, if
4: I you think you can still strong.
1: live by the policy of, you know, yeah. if you, because, yeah, because, no, if you do, I feel like I always felt like if you do good things, you just feel better. And, you know, just just doing good things around you is enough. Like, there's no, you don't need Dharma, a reason for it I, I, other than I, yourself. Are you talking Karma. Like, Okay, it makes me feel good. Y- yeah, I mean, I, karma, I don't I don't care about, you know, like, because I think the, the whole concept of good and bad is very, like, how, how, how will that guy say, okay, dude, I, you did this thing, it was bad, that was bad, like, generally, I mean, <laughs> if, if there's good karma and bad karma, yeah. according to one textbook definition, dude, I'm screwed, I'm absolutely fucked, yeah. but the, but then at the same time, like, it's like my, by, I, by my own definition, and I think I, I think it's all about, you know, setting that, that, that value system for yourself about, you know, what you truly, I think, I think everyone knows, you know, if you're doing something wrong or doing something right. And yeah, it's I think deep down somewhere inside, if you look and you actually, yeah, <laughs>
3: That is why. Very- yeah. yeah. like many of these views, yeah. are, like just
4: thinking about it, sound a little, yeah. you know, privileged. Also
1: a privileged thing, yeah.
4: Shit. Some slave or some person, you know, yeah. this won't cut it for them. Guaranteed. Be comfortable. <laughs> I don't know. And all they'll punch you in the yeah. face. I can feel it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, this whole podcast <laughs> is a very privileged mm. thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah I think that's a, that's a decent note to end the episode on.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Concluding points. Hmm.
3: I, I think oh, when bottom said, "It's has... pretty much
4: the whole um, that... being able to yeah. that... being able to quote that kind of."
2: That's a, no, that's a very nice explanation. Actually, that's a very like
3: yeah. nice yeah, conclusion. That's, as... that's one of
0: the only bits of positivity we had <laughs> in this whole podcast. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I think we'll end it there.